0: Hey, everybody. Welcome. You're le- listening to the Leading Hope Podcast. My name is VJ Williams, here with my friend and pastor, Kevin Jack. Thank you for joining us and taking time out of your day to become a better leader. If you're new, we release a new episode every Wednesday. And if you're on a podcast platform, go ahead and subscribe and get that automatically delivered to the device of your choice every Wednesday morning. Also, share this with a friend on Facebook. Instagram and YouTube, and please rate and review on Apple Podcasts. You will not believe how that helps get this podcast in the hands of so many more leaders just like you. Visit leadinghope.online to get updates and find out more about the Leading Hope community. Uh, man, we are continuing these uh, just standalones. These are great. I'm excited about it. Yeah. 117 today. Episode 117. You ready for this? Ready. Yes, you're ready. High stakes decision making. High
1: stakes decision making high stakes <laughs> so um so this is what we're going to talk through today Ooh. uh let me give just a little bit of background uh we announced it would have been a week and a half ago now on february 20th uh that vj and i will both be leaving uh in the near future march 20th is our last weekend at Be hope church and one of the most like <laughs> one of the first questions we got from many people which surprised and encouraged us was, will the podcast continue? And the answer is? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, They asked if we're going to change the name. I I don't think we really have intentions of changing the name. No. No. I know we did it to connect and, it
0: unless you plan on changing your name <laughs> then we would change it <laughs> just just to be clear if you change your name we will change that It'll Welcome le- to leading the Leading Home, with,
1: Home podcast with Frank Tupperware. <laughs>
0: we are so glad that you're listening. <laughs> there it is. So,
1: that's my new uh that's my new pseudonym Frank
0: Tupperware. Frank Tupperware. When you check in the hotels. Yeah, I'm uh, uh
1: hotel fr- for one, Frank,
0: Frank, Frank Tupperware. Tupperware.
1: <laughs> so, <laughs> yes, we are going to be continuing the podcast. But this is what I want to do today is I want to take you through kind of the process of making that decision. And so when we talk through like the idea of high stakes decision making, uh, we're not talking uh, do I go here for vacation? Do I go here? We want to talk through those like life altering decisions, career changes. uh, For some of you, like who you marry, who you don't marry, like those things that are like the massive forks in the road, uh, which path I go on will significantly alter the rest of my life. And I want to give you just kind of a not necessarily the process I knew I was heading into, but the process that I adopted that I kind of kept working through. And I want to give this as a waiver. So this is a leadership podcast and in everything we do, there is a spiritual component to it. Um, And we make no apologies for that based upon what this podcast is. Um, But this is spiritually centered. So I want to say there's a there's a difference to there. Like we'll acknowledge the role of our faith within the process. Uh, this is like kind of all faith throughout it. But I want to walk you through that process. And there are three steps to it, and they're cyclical. Okay, so it is not that you go, all right, step one, step two, step three, now I'm done. It is you keep working your way back through step one, step two, step three, over and over again. And V, I want you to just like... Man, I'm just going to kind of slowly walk through this and what that looked like for me and yeah. just, man, interrupt because you had a part in this process, what yeah. you saw, what you were going through. Yeah. So the three steps are, let me give you the three steps right at the beginning. Uh, they are collect, discern, and pray collect, discern, and pray. And one more time, you don't go collect, now I'm done collecting, now I discern, 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 and now I pray. It is constantly collect, discern, pray, collect, discern, pray, collect, discern, pray. That's not a tongue twister. I was able to say that very easily. So the first piece, collect. So this is what I wanted to be really intentional about collecting. I wanted to collect data, um, both hard data and soft data. So I'm I'm looking for facts figures, things like that, and I'm also looking for just um, feel, culture, data points, things like that. Um, The other thing that I'm looking at collecting is I wanted to look at collecting perspectives. That was the most important thing to me. I do not adopt the attitude, uh, whatever it comes to. It. And I can say this like a couple different times. Um, like, uh, one was when planting the church years ago. Yeah. Uh, another one was coming here to Beaver Creek, uh, moments within this decision. Uh, there's some other things that were big decisions that I didn't really go through this cause I was sure of, like, I didn't have questions of, I don't know what times in your life you've had. Let me, let me just, uh, take a step back yeah. from the conversation. When are the moments in which you've had the major fork in the road decisions so people know what we're talking about?
0: Um, one of the major ones was when I knew that um, the job that I had, um, this is years ago, we're talking 20 plus years ago, that that was not going to give me um, any kind of um, joy okay. in my life. And so I started just seeking everyone's all my friends, like, what do you do and what brings you joy? Yeah. And I found something that, oh, that awesome—that gave me some joy, you know, not over the whole 20 years, but at least yeah. for a while. So that was a huge one for me. I had to find something that was going to make me happy because I'd had jobs leading up to that that just was not, I didn't find joy in.
1: Oh, that's good. So similar thing. So you heard him say real early on, he's asking other people, what did you do? Yeah. That brings you joy. So that's that collecting phase. And I would just really encourage to say this: to say um, decisions seem simple uh, when you don't have the information that you need. <laughs> and once you have the information that you need, you begin to realize the complexity of the decision. So, so the collect phase for me is just I am looking for anything and everything that will give me some facts, some data, something within there. I'm looking for feeling. I'm looking for attitude. I'm looking for fit. I'm just everything I can. I'm looking for people who are involved in the... So like with this church, uh, going to the church in Florida Highland Park, I'm looking for people who are aware, who go to the church. I'm also looking for people who don't, who only know it by reputation. All of these data points, not saying they're all equally helpful and equally valid, but they're all data points. And then the other thing that I'm looking for significantly within there, the thing that I'm collecting is I'm collecting perspectives. I want to get people's sense of what do they see, not just what information do they have, but what do they actually see. And the way that I just kind of harvest these data points, these perspectives is a really simple question. I just say, what would you do if you were me? What would you do if you were me? Now, there is a piece of this that for some people, they they feel like that's a weak question (laughs) because some people will use that question to not make their own decision. They're terrified of making their own decision, and so they want other people to make the decisions in their life for them. And to say, um, don't ask that question if you're terrified of making the decision because they need to be your decision. But if you're not scared, it's not a weak question. It is the easiest way to figure out someone else's perspective. And here is the – this kind of jumps straight into the next step. But here's the fascinating thing on asking that is that when you ask that, you immediately get to see the filter that people use for their own life and their own decisions. Yeah, yeah. And so it's like, if I say to someone, say, what would you do if you were me? I can quickly go, quickly realize from someone else's response, yeah. oh, you don't have my motivations, you don't have my purpose, or you do. Yeah. Um, how'd that work on me when you asked me that? Yeah, so this is what, <laughs> so it, this honestly falls into step three. <laughs> we, we can wait. Everybody me. gave me their perspective, except for the guy right next to me who's going with me. And his response every single time was, no, 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 no my job is to pray for you, that you are clear on what God wants you to do. And when you tell me what we're doing, I'm going to give you a big hug and I'm going to say, let's go.
0: That's right. And it was, it was either stay or go. It didn't, it didn't matter. And and the reason I was because uh, it's not that I felt like I had more influence in your life than anyone else, because that's what it would seem on the outside. It was that I didn't want to, to, I didn't want, anything that I was feeling inside to to make you lean one way or the other. I wanted it to be, and that's what you said this podcast was all about. We wanted God to speak. Yeah. We wanted to hear from God. We wanted God to lead us to the place of which he was going to move.
1: That's good.
0: And that's exactly what happened.
1: So that, so that drops straight into the second one. So that's the collecting phase. Don't be afraid to ask any question, get as clear a viewpoint from everyone as you can. Um, the, And I want to say is like, I probably overdo that question. Yeah. I probably make some people uncomfortable because I ask people who have no business speaking into my life who were a little aware of what was going on. What would you do if you were me? Yeah. Because to me, every data point could be helpful. Every perspective could be helpful, but then we get into discern, and that is understanding. Like, hey, I, I've got to start filtering through some of these things. So you said that you told, you didn't want what you were feeling inside to significantly shape what I knew God was calling me to do, right. or what I would know. Right now, here's I th- didn't
0: want your compassion to yeah. overcome what was happening in the moment.
1: Now here's the thing I need to say. Not everyone and very few people do that. Yeah. And so this is where the part of discern gets really tricky is uh, not everyone's purpose was my purpose. Right. Not everyone's desire was my desire. And the hardest thing is some people will speak into your decision. And some of you are going to get nervous on this. I'm saying this. Please don't send me a text. Don't send me an email <laughs> concern. Kate, okay, I don't want uh, Some people have far more selfish motivations in the process than they're aware of. Yeah. And so when they're speaking into your life, they're speaking into their life, but their primary beneficiary is still their life. Right. <laughs> oh, that's so hard. It really is. Almost real. But that's the reality of it. Uh, we are selfish by nature. I, I believe spiritual maturity is how quickly you can move when things change from self-focused to other-centered. That is the mark of spiritual maturity. How quickly can I? Because the first nature when anything happens is, how does this impact me? How does this affect me? So that's part of the discern piece. Part of it is the quantitative data, the facts and figures to go, I care about this. I don't care about this. This is important. This isn't important. But it's also going through all the qualitative stuff and all the different perspectives and to go, this perspective does align with my purpose. This does not. Here's the other piece on the on the discerning part that I think is so important is I had to form myself be really clear on all my motivations. And some of my motivations were healthy and some of them were selfish. Yeah. And what I actually had to do, I didn't just, this is important, I didn't just ignore the selfish motivations. I actually got them out. I had to speak them so I could discount them. And so that was some conversations with you. That was a lot of conversations with my wife. And, And it would just come like this. Like, I would say, I need to acknowledge, and this isn't a good reason why, and then I would say the thing. Right. And I think the danger is, is if you don't actually acknowledge them. And I, when I say acknowledge them, if you're making decisions with other people, I mean, speak them out loud. If you're making it by yourself, I mean, actually write it down on paper yeah. and then maybe cross it out. That's good. If you don't acknowledge them, they'll shape your decision in ways that you won't be able to understand in the moment. Yeah. So get them out there. Get them as part of that. Yeah, that's good. Um, Other thing I'm going through in this moment. I mean, again, I really hope that this is helpful for someone who's making a significant decision. I know there's some of you out there, maybe this is the podcast that you just kind of like bookmark. Yeah. You make a note like, hey, if I change career, if I do this, if I have to pick a college, if I have to do something like this, come back to this. Okay. So you go through collect, you go through discern. The other piece of discern is I'm asking of myself, I'm going, hey, where do I see peace? Where do I see purpose? Where do I see growth? Like these are the spiritually centered questions. Okay. It's not a secular viewpoint. We'll just go, hey, where's opportunity or where's comfort? I'm looking for peace. I'm looking for purpose. I'm imagining myself in both environments, in both scenarios, and seeing, checking how I feel in the moment. I know for some of you, you're like, you're logical. You want bullet points. You are hating every bit of this until the moments when you have to make the fork in the road decision and then you'll come back to it. But that's the discern piece. It's a thousand questions. Go. And those two
0: pieces, the 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 collect and the discern, it's a lot of work. Oh
1: my like, gosh. And I
0: think that's where we get to it. It's a simple you said it earlier, and I know these are simple simple statements, but decisions are easier when you have good information. It's a lot of work to get the good information. Yes. Like, it's not, like, you don't just wake up one day and you don't just have perspective and you don't just have discernment. You have to work at it daily, every day, and it's grinding and it's grueling. That was one thing that I've been going through this whole process is this is grueling. (laughs) Like, it's not easy, but nothing that you want is when you, the decision that you want to come to, you want to be right decision, it better be
1: hard. Yep. Yep, Anyone? absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so then that kind of wraps us up. So like those are the big things I'm looking through on the discern piece. And then the last piece is pray. And I don't mean like, like uh, obviously scripture, pray constantly. Like you're praying the whole way through. Oh, yeah. But there are also Still moments. Like, a lot. <laughs> yeah. In which you're praying clearly, in which you're like setting aside time and going, now I want to, I want to nail this down. And um, I, I believe that there's a lot of moments in which you get a clear direction sign from God. I also believe that there's thousands of other moments in which you don't. Uh, one of my good friends, uh, Pastor Dave Roberts of Montrose Church uh, out in L.A., he says, we have a tendency to get, uh, to get businesslike on things that are spiritual. And to try to get spiritual on things that are business like that's hilarious. And he's got this he's got this great story of like this vote that was being taken and right as they were about to take the vote, they said, Let's pray. He's like, No, 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 just just take the vote. Like nothing's changing at this point in time. This is a procedural thing. Let's just pray. Like I know pastors are like, we're not going to change the color of the carpet without first hearing from God. Stupid. If the carpet's gross, just just change the color of the carpet. Yeah, I, I say that some of you may be uncomfortable by that. Yeah. I believe God gave you a brain for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> like if you didn't like have all the thinking capacity that you did, then you would have to hear from God for absolutely everything. But you do have thinking capacity. And so I, I believe there's, I say that to say, there's a lot of moments in which you can just make a decision and trust that you are scripture-led prayerfully guided, that you're, the Spirit is working in your life. And I don't say those things as a cop-out. Like, if that's not the case, you can't say that's the case. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, if you never read your Bible, you can't say, yeah, I've got a foundation in Scripture. Oh, no, you don't. No. <laughs> and you should be a little concerned about that, than making decisions, which is why faith as the foundation is so important for yeah. your entire life. But then to push it to the point to say, now there are some decisions that you're going to collect and you're going to discern and you're still not clear. Yeah. And this is where like focus set aside prayer becomes so important. Yeah. And so as I'm going through this, I'm praying for similar things that I'm looking for. I'm praying for peace. I'm praying for guidance. I'm praying for clarity. Uh between my wife and I, uh, we were we were clear to say that like we both better be all in clear on where we're supposed to go. Yeah. Then until we're both all in clear, that we know we don't have a decision yet. And we're going to keep praying about it. So we actually had to delay the decision because she was. We were both pushing different directions, yeah. and I, I view that as a spot. And I would say this, man. I hope this is helpful for marriages when we're both pushing different directions on something as significant about this, and neither of us have peace about it. That's not a time for one person to just just shove the decision down the other person's throat, right? is the opportunity to say, hey, let's take a step back and let's understand if we don't have peace, if we don't have clarity yet, we need to keep praying that we'll have peace and clarity.
0: That's good.
1: That's good. So couple, let me just give you a couple notes after that. And then V, I have no idea where we are time-wise.
0: Not not, not much.
1: Okay. So first off, I just want to say, hey, if needed, you just keep going through that again and again and again. And it's exhausting and it's painful, but it's the process that's helpful. It's collect, 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 discern, 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 pray, pray, pray. Um, I would also add in here that um, not every perspective is equal. You need to prioritize the perspectives of people who are aligned with your purpose. Not the decision you want to make, but people who are aligned with your purpose. Everyone will tell you, this is what I think you should do. Almost everyone will tell you, this is what I think you should do. But prioritize the perspectives that are aligned with your purpose. And last off, everyone will tell you what they think you should do, accept it, and then do what you need to do. I I think there's a there's a
0: couple things that we can we've got a few minutes not okay. not much um, you know when when we are talking about praying um, you know and what you said is is right if it's if it needs to be done you don't need to pray about it you just you need to do it because you already know that. that's yeah. why you don't pray it's not that you shouldn't pray it's that you already been told yes that's what you are Oh, that's a great you place. know what I mean that's the yeah. difference right that's the difference because you know, I'm not saying
1: don't pray right I'm saying if you've already it's, been told act go do it <laughs>
0: right you you know and you know what those are because you read the bible yeah like you know why already, you're just praying now to get out of it almost, not to actually do it. That's good. Because we've all done that, and uh, that's not good. But when when you get to these really hard decision, and this is what I've told my online team, and I've told a lot of people about these hard decisions that they're gonna make, whatever it is, obviously uh, the one that we're making was very difficult, uh, is that, man, when I started praying now, and I, I said this in a post a while back, but like, when I was younger, I always would pray for what I want to do. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, I want to do
1: this. Oh, uh, that's good.
0: I want to do that. That sounds great. That might give me joy and happiness, right? Now I pray everything God, help me do something that will help me become good. who you're making me be. That's good. V. And if that's the ultimate decision, you're going to, it's 100% will work out. Yeah. It, it may be hard, but it will always work out because you are asking God to help you make this decision so that
1: you can become more like Jesus. That's so good. And if you do that, you're going to yep. be great. I can guarantee it. Yeah, and I think they. If I could just tag on to what you said on the prayer, like at a certain point in time, the prayer must shift from discern to courage to obey. Yeah. Once once God's been clear, you better quit praying for Him to give you answers on make a decision. Yeah. Does that make sense? Because yeah, I think some people circle back because it's going to be hard and it's going to be difficult, and just say, "Hey, once you know." Move forward. Yeah. Ask God for the strength to move forward on that. And yeah. I would say here's here's the interesting thing is to go in stuff like this. Um, I, I said from the very beginning, this is what I told Bethany, this is what I told you. I said, I'm I am not looking for a new opportunity. I am looking to be obedient. Yeah. I only want to do yeah. what God is leading us to do. And I know there's going to be someone out there that hears that and you roll your eyes and you yeah. go, Oh, of course whatever, do this again. And I would just, man, I would just first off say, man, I'm really concerned for you. Yeah. To acknowledge that, because it's easy to push that aside yeah. and to say, w- when it's centered on that, now I look back at the process over the last two months and I go, I can clearly see how God was leading, how he was pulling me in during the entire time, things that weren't obvious in the moment. But that is the only question that needs answered. Can I ask you a hard question real quick before we, we yeah, get out of here? Yeah, go for and, it, man. Because
0: I, uh, I think it's only fair because a lot of people who watch this uh, will, will know that this decision was really difficult. Um, But at the end of the day, can you talk about, you read the book because a lot of people know that you read the book. It talked about hearing from Samuel. Yeah, I'll share that. You pray that. Well, I think a lot of people, well, you can start that. Yeah, I haven't
1: shared it here with
0: our podcast Okay, go ahead and share that because the question is when you're done, just so you know, is when you prayed that
1: and you heard what happened to you, Oh my god. Oh, that's great. So uh so the long story is to go. We delayed the decision. My wife and I still weren't clear. I'm sitting in an airport terminal. Bethany goes to get coffee. I'm reading a book. There's a part of the book. It's on hearing God's voice. Timely topic. Yeah. <laughs> um and it says uh the line is, Give me Samuel's ear that I would hear your voice. And anyone who's listened to sermons for any period of time knows that a running joke I have is I've told God, no voice. Yeah. I don't <laughs> want a voice. No voice. Like just just tell me, make it clear, freak me out. And so I'm reading through and I get a couple pages later and I come back and I thought, oh, shoot, I probably should have prayed that. I probably shouldn't have just read it. I probably should have prayed it. And I came back and I prayed it. And clear as day, it was, it's time to go. Right. And um, and your response is, I don't want to. And my response was, but I don't want to. And uh, it was, but I'll go with you. It's fun. I've got a story that I shared in the book of my mom. One of my anchors for my faith is I remember when my mom heard God's voice. Yeah. I remember the look on her face. I remember how she responded. And it's so my mom asked me the other day, she goes, Isn't it was it like an internal voice, or did you actually hear the voice? Yeah. I was like, Oh, I heard it. Yeah. And she goes, craziest thing in the world, isn't it? I was like, you better believe it, yeah. craziest yeah. thing in the world. It is. And it's funny because I can go back to that moment when my mom did, and the response is the same that it was overwhelming, but there was complete peace. Yeah. I'm not saying I loved everything in the road ahead. Right. But I had no doubt that this is what I was supposed to do.
0: That's so good. And I think when you go back at this, you know, for those what listening to this episode, you, you collect, you discern. And you pray for that 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 voice from God or that 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 yeah. prompting, um, and that's exactly what happened. How would you leave this episode, uh, High Stakes Decisions, episode one seventeen?
1: Yeah, I, I just wanna I just wanna maybe make this note to say um, it's not it's not only one or only two; it's all three. Like some people will go like, "Oh, so just pray." No, you also God gave you a brain. You need to collect and you need to discern. That's good. And also, it is not just collect and discern. It is also pray at all times to say it is cyclical and running through all three of these this is how you partner with god and how god moves in your life to make decisions and that's what if you're at a fork in the road and that's what i want for you
0: that's so good thank you guys for joining us today if you're new to the podcast haven't yet subscribed mean the world to us if you did that now also post about it rate and review on apple podcast you won't believe how that helps get this in the hands of so many more leaders just like you and uh we love hearing your stories of how the podcast is working in your life and business or some decisions that you may have made recently let us know if you've made a decision that changed the uh the the, the course of of your life we like to hear those go visit uh, leadinghope.online and send that to us we'd love to hear from you and remember everyone has 20 minutes to learn to become a better leader make it count